everybody, it's Chris from CRT Sports Cards, and thank you for checking out the audio version of our video series. If you want the full experience, please go to YouTube at YouTube slash CRT Sports Cards. Now, let's get to the podcast. Good morning, everyone. June 8th, 2020, and welcome to episode number 19 of the Project 2020 show. And unlike the print runs, which we would like to see come down a little bit, what I continue to be amazed by and humbled by is the people who are subscribing to the channel. So thank you so much. If you recently subscribed to the channel, I really appreciate it. Now, here's the goal for the, for the next week for next Monday. Can we get to 1,600 subscribers by this time next Monday? So if you're not subscribed and you really like Project 2020, hit that subscribe button. Now, let's get back to episode 19. So here we are, week 12 of Project 2020, and hopefully this week we have 10 cards. Understandable why we only had eight last week, but we have Nolan Ryan up today, and we have Dwight Gooden. So if you're a Mets fan, if you're an orange and blue fan, I mean, these cards are going are gonna to be great for you. Uh, there's some interesting things happening in the market overall, though. So we're going to touch on where the market was yesterday, why I still say there is air in the bubble. Even though it feels that it's coming down, there is still some air that we need to be cautious of. We're going to talk about print runs from last weekend. And then we're also going to talk about the cards that came out today. We're going to talk about Gooden. We're going to talk about Ryan, their progression, Grotesque's you know, progression, King Saladin's progression, things like that, like usual. But also, if you did get to the end of yesterday's video, I did also want to say 15 times 5 is 75. For some reason yesterday, I watched that video three times before I posted it, and I never caught the fact that 15 times 5 is not 60 bucks. So apologies on the very basic math uh, error yesterday. Hopefully you saw the comment on the video that it is $75 for bundle, not 60. Also, there has been a lot of comments on the music in the video. So the video, the music you just heard is gonna be the only music in this video. So hopefully for the people out there who were not a fan of the music, uh, you are now, uh, you better. it's better off for you all that it's it's only playing once. So we'll, I'll continue to adjust as we go forward. But look, as always, if you have feedback or suggestions, please send it my way. I'm always open to hearing what would make this show better for you as a, as a watcher or a viewer. So with that, let's get to yesterday's pre-orders and let's talk about where the air is in the bubble at the moment. Also, if you're thinking or asking where do all these graphics come from or the numbers, please check out the website, crtsportscards.com. Go to my Project 2020 page and it has everything there for you. Uh, and you can quickly reference any number that I talk about here on the show. So here we go. Here are the results from yesterday. Look, Clement and Henderson, we, you know, they were a card apart, which was actually quite amazing to see when you think of the pre difference of 187 and 122. So when you think of our eBay penetration perspective, the Clemente came in at 1.62%, which was just kind of over what we've been seeing last week, 1.5. But then the Henderson came down all the way to 1.05%, even lower than Willie Mays, which was at 1.2. Not the lowest, though. Of course, the lowest we saw was 0.87. So there has been some very interesting buying changes happen over the past week, week and a half. And some of it is self-inflicted, some of it is not self-inflicted in a sense, but let's do some quick look back at, at the context of where we came from the past couple of weeks where we were, you know, back on the old school top 10. So when you look back at the at the old top 10 when Mike Trout was leading at 35,000 and then Gibson was at 14,867, look at those eBay penetration numbers. You're looking at a high of 4% for Mike Trout. You have 3% for Jeter, McGuire. You know, the Gooden was 1.24, but we were seeing a lot of bin baller movement there. Those numbers never correlated, but look, 2%, 3%, 4%. And then when you look back, you know, at the big board last week, you know, we were 1.5, 1.7, 1.8. 
you know, we, we did see that run at 1.25, but we didn't see anything lower than that. And now this week, we have 0.87 and we have, you know, 1%. And so what, what does that mean? And, and it, to me, it's, it's twofold. And I said a second ago, it's self-inflicted. Due to the massive run-up that we saw at the end of May or beginning of June here, actually end of May, is there were so many bad eBay sellers out there who were just canceling pre-orders, canceling people's funds or whatever that could be. And it just was a nightmare effect. And so you've seen natural people move over to tops because it's safe and secure. For every one of, of me and Centered in Cards and Schwinn's Jake, right, there's three others out there who are trying to do this uh, the unethical way. So we've got to be careful. Uh, people are being careful of their money, and it makes sense to move to tops. I get that. To me, that's why we saw the, the drop from 3% down to you know 2%, 1.8, 1.9. But how do we explain that 1% number? And to me, it says this. We are still in a bubble. There is still air in that bubble. And it's not as big as 99,000 or 65,000. But if you were to, to have yesterday's pre-orders on Clemente and Henderson, let's say that Henderson at 122 came into 3% eBay penetration. That's only a 4,000 print run card. On the Clemente, that is a 6,000 print card. So that's why I was really surprised to see you know, the Clemente specifically come in over 11,000, much less over 10,000. I mean, his Thomas came in at 9,000 when we were doing 10, 12, 13,000 a card. So there is still a lot of, of air in this bubble. It's not as much as it was, but it's still there. So we have to still be careful of what we're buying and understanding the market because there's still a little bit of air that I would like to see come out and get those print runs back down. But we will find out. We will see how this week goes. I mean, look at the Gooden. Look at the Ryan. I mean, the Gooden, for example, I'm a huge grotesque fan. Everybody knows that. That is a 5,000, 4,000 print run card at its max. I'll be very curious to see where that card comes out at the end of the next couple of days. Because if that card comes out at 10, 11,000, I mean, we've got another surplus inventory. And we another, you know, probably three to 4,000 extra cards that we don't need. And that's the challenge now with the market is there's just too much inventory uh, at the moment that are pe the people trying to move and that is why the prices are not rising. So let's now take a look at the market here and where that stood yesterday. So here's our nice, beautiful blue and orange chart. And by the way, it's not because I'm a Mets fan. It's because I went to UTEP and their colors are blue and orange. So that's why I have the similar colors to the Mets. But look, volume yesterday from just an, a card perspective, 1,930. So a little bit of a spike up from yesterday. And that dollar point also rose to 89.56, but we really haven't gained anything in the past six days. We're still sort of at that same level. And when you look back, what, one, two, five, eight days ago, we were at 126. So we're still considerably down from where we were even a week ago. So it's good to see it tick up, but at the same time, you know, there's not, there hasn't been any positive movements. When you think back to the air in the bubble a little bit, the, the, the complex nature of supply and demand, there's still some extra cards out there that that's, it's not because I'm rooting against the product to come down and not be as popular, but if we're looking to really make the most on this, instead of just being, you know, these cards going from 15 to $25, we need these cards really to the print runs to come down a little bit. Now, when you look at the top 20, that was a totally different story altogether. The top 20 was, was rough yesterday. And by the way, the top 20 is the first 20 cards. I'm struggling with the, with the name of this, but it's really the first 20. I've also removed the chart from the website. I just didn't like the way it was coming out. And the chart here looks a little bit different also from the data perspective. And thanks for the comment from Walker Lee about the chart yesterday. I had the header wrong. And so the numbers didn't, it didn't look like 
it, it didn't look correct in the sense. So here we go. A little bit updated chart, actual movement. When you look at June 7th versus the from June 2nd to June 6th, and look, everything was down. Another day of solid red. The nearest card to its previous or to its basically five-day trend was Mike Trout at, you know, only down 8.5%. You know, Jackie Robinson down 9%. But all of these are double-digit drops again versus their previous five days trailing. So we'll see what happens this week. You know, I think these prices are going to bottom out eventually. I keep thinking we're at the bottom, but we're not. And and I still say, look, I'm not going to give you buying advice or tell you to go buy this card because this card's going to go up. But look, if some of these low print cards start coming down to under 200 bucks, I don't see why it would be bad to buy one or two just to sit on it and see what happens. I think as we continue to move through the summer and get into the fall, these these lower print cards are going to be in demand, these, these first ones up. And if you take 100 bucks or 150 bucks and you set it aside and you buy a couple cards or two cards, you know, I don't think it's a bad move. But, you know, then again, I don't want to be the person out here giving you advice because it's not my money. So that's just sort of what I'm thinking at the moment if these numbers continue to drop because of the excess inventory that we're in. But hey, let's look right now at Nolan Ryan and Dwight Gooden. So here it is. If you wanted a Mets pitcher, you have your choice today. First up is Nolan Ryan, card number 105 by King Saladin. When you think of, of King Saladin, this is his sixth card, and he led us off with Griffey. Then he had Jeter, Mattingly, Mays, and then the recent one was the Ichiro. So King Saladin in general, from a print run perspective, has been kind of all over the map in a sense, but not really at the same time. So Griffey was his first one, 2,500. Then Jeter spiked to 9,900. Of course, that's Jeter's first card in the set. Then he drops way back down with Mattingly. Then you have Maze, which is the uptick, which is the, my first card I bought um, in the set overall from a, from a volume perspective. And then the Ichiro spiked up to 11. So he has been all over the map. But when you think of like Nolan Ryan... And his print run, look, his first card was was Jameson at card 18, then Sif at 30, F-Dot at 52, Thiel at 67, and then Vids at 87. Vids, to me, is that to me the outlier of the group. Uh, Nolan Ryan's never going to touch 67,000 again. But, you know, he's produced nearly 81,000 cards. He is the fourth-ranked player. But there again, it's because of the Vids. And his best card is number 87. So where do we see this card landing? To me, I love that five to 7,000 range for this Ryan. Um, it, considering where we are at the moment, I know the average print run is over 10,000 right now. But when you look outside the top 10, it's only over 6,000. So there's a, there's a big disparity in top 10 card and then bottom 11 to 104 now. So I would love to see this card coming at five to seven, but if we again see 12,000, 11,500, there's gonna be a couple extra thousand cards out there that are gonna hurt the secondary market when these cards get released to the public. So we'll find out. Now let's look at Dwight Gooden. So I saved my favorite card for the end. And for anyone who doesn't know, the reason why I love Grotesque is because of the number three, which is my favorite number, and everything in his cards always has three. So we have the triangle, we have 1985 in the Mets, so three there again, and then we have the the orange, the sorry, the brown line has three ends of it, and that's on all of the cards. So this card speaks to me in, in the way others do not, which is fantastic. But now, look, grotesque is history has been very, uh, I would say, muted in a sense. People have not really responded to grotesque overall. I mean, Gibson. 1200 Gwyn 1400 Clemente 1900 the Jeter spike to 65 and George Brett was at 56 but when you look at Dwight Gooden overall again another player here 
with very little cards produced. He has produced only 34,999 cards, and 25,000 of that is from Ben Baller's Dwight Gooden. Look, card 12, 1,000, card 26, 1,000, card 38, 1,800, and then 5,000 with the Mr. Cartoon. I mean, he is the 14th ranked uh, athlete of 20 right now, and of course, his best card is number 86, which is the, the Dwight Gooden. So where do we see this card landing? I think if all things recall again, this is maybe a three to 4,000 print run card. Look, the, the, the install base is now greater than it was when these cards first came out. We get that. But if this card again comes out at 10, 12,000, we have so much more inventory that we need to that's going to hurt this potential resale value uh, at the back end. So we will find out. It's very curious. But to me, I love for this card three to 5,000 at the max right now. So there we have it, a Monday, two Mets, two pitchers, and it's going to be great to see if Topps continues this sort of trend or if this is an isolated event when it came to a double up of the same players from the same team. We'll find out. Very curious how the future holds for these cards and for the set overall. But with that, guys, have a fantastic Monday, and I will see you all back tomorrow for episode number 20 of the Project 2020 show.